Hello, beautiful human. Thank you for joining Shit You Don't Want to Talk About. We're stoked to have you be a part of the conversation changing shit you don't want to talk about into shit to talk about. This show was created to have us open our minds and learn about new perspectives even when we don't agree with them. Please be advised. Episodes can discuss content that is not suitable for all listeners and it can be triggering. Opinions of our guests expressed on the show are their own. They do not necessarily represent the views of myself or the show. There are a few ways we could really use your support. Please share your favorite episode, especially send them to someone that could really use the content we talked about. Donate on PayPal and Patreon. Subscribe and rate the show iTunes and Spotify and follow on social media and join the conversation. It's shit to talk about. That's shit. The number two talk about links are in the episode description. Hey, Audrey, thank you for joining shit. You don't want to talk about, please introduce yourself and the shit you want to talk about. Hi everybody. My name is Audrey and I do spell it a U D R-Y-E. Again, that's A-U-D-R-Y-E. So you'll know how to find me or who I am. So what do I want to talk about? My latest passion, and it's a long, long, lifelong passion, is healing what I call the isms. Racism, sexism, Islamophobia. It doesn't have ism at the end, but still in all ageism, anti-Semitism, what am I leaving out? Elitism, classism, all of this stuff. And because it is not natural. Anyone who thinks that stuff is natural, no, it's conditioned, it's conditioned. And whether someone comes into life with a piece of it through what I call um, genetic karmic patterning, GKP, my guides gave me that years ago, over 20 years ago, um we can all release it and that's what i'd like to talk about should i say something about what and who i am so <laughs> they know where i'm coming from i was just about to ask you you mentioned that your guides uh told you about it and i would love to enter how you introduce yourself about what you do now and how that led to isms I am a born mystic intuitive. I am born this way, okay? I have a consciousness that I'm born with. And yes, I have worked on raising it higher and higher, and I can go through everything anyone else does. It's not like I don't, probably even more so because I'm a sensitive. These days it's called an empath, and we feel a lot. The language that a lot of people use to describe me and every group has their own language, <laughs> whether it's clairvoyant, metaphysician, psychic. Some people called me a seer. In one church up in Harlem, they called me, oh, what did they call me? Oh, it'll come to me because they didn't like the word psychic. They went, no, you're not a psychic. We really like you. And they gave me like a very high level term and it wasn't one that I used but it was like a spiritual seer and so any of that and I'm a healer I'm an energy healer I'm also an artist this is one of my pieces that one is called circuitous life I do online courses and I'm an author I'm a wellness 
I love it. And for our listeners that are listening on the podcast instead of the YouTube, go check out the video because Audrey's art is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I love how you started describing about, you know, raising your, I would say frequency because I'm lacking the other word. That's uh, what I call it. Okay. And one thing that we talked about in our intro call was ways to do so. And we talked about breathing techniques. So if we could have you lead us through a few breathing techniques to start okay. with, please. So let me tell everyone right, right away, anyone can do this. And the more you practice, the easier it gets. And it's in alignment with anybody's life path, religion, spirituality, background, anything. So just know you're safe. And what it does is many people operate simply at third dimension. It's the earth. I don't know if I want to say norm anymore. And for us, meaning humans, people, we have to be able to raise our frequency higher, call it vibration, frequency, whatever word you like. I'm not stuck on the language. So I'm going to teach three short ones. I do these every day. I know a lot more and I teach them in my courses, but these are easy. So I'm going to describe what we're going to do because once we're doing it, I can't describe it. I'll be guiding you in it. So the first one is you're going to inhale through your nose and hold and exhale through your mouth and hold. And I move each finger down as I do the inhalations and I do one hand twice and then the finger on my right hand. There's nothing mysterious about it. It's simply how I do it. You can do have, so you don't think about it. You can't think well, I do too. You, you wanna do the breathing. The next, and I learned that from a dear friend, the master metaphysician, Paulette Pelequin. We're very close friends. And then the second one is called, um, I learned these from two of my guides when I was doing channeling classes. And one of the uh, members wanted to know who they were and they didn't want to say who, then they said they're guides from the light beyond time. So if you need to know, they're the guides from the light beyond time. So we're going to be breathing, that's what they said. If we'll be breathing white light into the linings of our cells, then we'll be breathing golden light into the nucleus of our cells. I'll guide you. And don't be concerned if you know how to do it, just intend it and allow it. That's all you have to do. And the other one that we're going to do, this is one of my ultimate favorites. I teach it all the time. It's called the lifting process. This is a way to literally through breathing and allowing, lift your frequency to the spiritual realm, which is, by the way, a spectrum from this. It's not like a separate area and place. And I learned this when I was studying with Patricia Hayes, different than Louise Hay, different. Uh, now they have Delphi University. When I was studying with them, it was the Patricia Hayes School of Innocence Development and the Arthur Ford School of Mediumship. So yes, even though I'm born with talents and gifts like everyone else, I develop them. That's for everyone. So I love that. And thank you for the pauses because my dog, wherever she decided to go, is enjoying interrupting everything. So my apologies okay. for looking very distracted while you were explaining those, but 
I luckily can still use my ears where while trying to get her to move. I'm taking off my adorable earrings and I love earrings. I love jewelry. I'm taking off the flow. I can stick that back on because when I do this, that stuff stops the flow. And even though I'm teaching it, I cannot have the flow stopped. So first, I will probably start the way I do, lifting my frequency and probably sending energy and light into your heart because that's just what I do. So sit comfortably. If you're in a place where you can take off your shoes, do it. If you're in a place where you could really merge into this, not if you're driving a car, not if you're cutting a tomato, you need to be able to do this. Otherwise, listen and then listen to this again afterwards and literally do it. But if you're focusing on something that you have to focus on, please do that. On that note, I'm going to give us a quick pause so I can kick my dog out of the room and not be super distracted by her. So I will be back within less than a minute. Okay, so I, how cute is that? Okay, folks, so sit comfortably, loosen anything you're wearing that might be tight so you can actually breathe. This isn't the time to see, ladies, how small you could make your waist. You wanna be able to breathe. And we're gonna do diaphragmatic breathing, which I'm not teaching right now, but I do. So now I'm going to lift my frequency for a moment. Breathe golden light into your heart. Fill your being with love and gently exhale. Breathe in golden white, pink light into your heart center, your chakra here. Here. Fill up and let go. Breathe in soft blue and soft green light into your whole being, filling up with peace and ease and let go. Now we begin. Inhale with your nose, inhale. Exhale through your mouth, exhale. Inhale through your nose, inhale. Exhale through your mouth, exhale. Inhale through your nose, inhale. Exhale through your mouth, exhale. Inhale through your nose, inhale. Exhale through your mouth, exhale. Inhale through your nose, inhale. Exhale through your mouth, exhale. Inhale through your nose, inhale. Exhale through your mouth, exhale. Inhale through your nose, inhale. Exhale through your mouth, exhale. Inhale through your nose, inhale. Exhale through your mouth, exhale. Inhale through your nose, inhale. Exhale through your mouth, exhale. 
Inhale through your nose, inhale. Exhale through your mouth, exhale. Note how you feel. And now with your intention, breathe shining white light into the linings of all your cells. And exhale. Breathe in protective, shining white light into the linings of your cells, in your blood, in your bones, in every part of you. And gently, softly exhale. Again, breathe in pure, spiritual, white light into the cells, the of your organs, the linings, of everything, your thoughts, your feelings, everything, and gently exhale. Breathe in protective, blessed, loving white light into the linings of yourselves, of your energy body, your makaba, and gently exhale. Now breathe golden light, sparkling effervescent golden light into the nucleus, the core of all your cells. Let it open them. Breathe in golden light, sparkling into the cells, the, 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 the nucleus of your cells, of your blood, of your bone, of your eyes, of your mouth, of your teeth. Gently let go. Again, breathe in golden light into the nucleus of all your cells. Your intention will do it. Allow it. Allow yourself to open, protect it, and exhale. And once again, breathe in sparkling golden light into the core of all your cells, your thoughts, your attitudes, your ideas, your telomeres, all of it, and let that open and now release. Notice how you feel. Now for the lifting process. And oh, I learned those, as I said, from the guides beyond the light, guides from the light beyond time. Now, fill up with white light, which you already are now, and all you're going to do is allow. Listen to the sound of my voice and allow. You're getting higher and higher, lighter and lighter, freer and freer. Higher and lighter and freer. You are safe. You are protected. You are blessed. You are prosperous, you are beautiful, you are gorgeous, you are handsome, you're brilliant. You're getting higher and higher, lighter, lighter, freer. And in that you are centered within your being. Higher, lighter, and freer. Now I shall be quiet and give you the time, the space, the place to be in this frequency, 
You can ask source, God, goddess, whatever your words are, for whatever it is you choose. You can send healing energy to yourself or anywhere else. And you can simply dwell and revel in this energy. Now enjoy, I will bring you out shortly. You are safe, enjoy. Begin to get ready to come fully into your body. You may slowly start to wiggle your fingers and toes. You may slowly start to move your hands on your wrists, your feet on your ankles. You may pat your body. You may slowly start to move your head on your neck. And as you feel ready, gently and slowly, soft, begin to open your eyes. Before you say anything, notice how you feel. You able to talk? How do you feel? I feel something that came to mind was so many of our listeners may be a bit skeptical of why we would do this on a podcast and why I would do it on the podcast. And I wanted to share that even if a listener, what you were saying earlier was not a spiritual person or believes in vibrations, deep breathing and breathing techniques actually change, scientifically change brain. The, your brain and the cells within your body as well. As, and there's a lot of research out there and why so many business people specifically really work on meditation and the breathing techniques. And that is something that when Audrey mentioned that she would be open to doing the breathing on the podcast, I wanted to share the beauty of all of this with you, our audience. And this is something that I've practiced for many years with yoga or um, sitting meditations. I'm not the best at because unless somebody's walking me through it, I am way too fidgety. So it is something that it is a practice. And thank you, Audrey, for leading us through it. I really appreciate the warmth for me that it brings of like a sense of peace. 
And when you practice, my computer just said I have to plug in my charger. So may I take a more? I know this is go for it. May I just thank you, folks. This is circuitous life that you're looking at. Those are pillows. <laughs> <laughs> and audience, as we're waiting for Audrey to grab her charger and get that set up, I'm. Ooh, and we even hear a phone. This is life. Uh, it happens to all of us. I'm curious. It comment on you know Instagram or tweet me. What do you practice for you know meditation or self care to be able to level yourself, especially when there is a lot of anxiety or being able to ground yourself? Do any of you practice meditation? Is it something that was easy for you or was it something you struggled with? I'd love to hear what you have to say about it. I'll be right there. We appreciate you, Audrey. You can see me? I can see you. Okay, hold on. Folks, I really apologize for this. I like being more professional than this. But anyone who knows me will tell you, I'm not particularly. I'm the healer, psychic artist. I'm her. Okay. And this was charged. So I have, okay. So, so the professional, okay. Okay. You're back. It should work. Thank you. And that just means that, you know, the audience was just, you know, you gave so much energy that your laptop died, was dying. <laughs> and, you know, that's what life is about. These type of things happen and you just have to roll with it when it does. Now, now that we've taken time to really breathe and become more focused on the conversation of isms. I I know in our intro call, we talked about this, but could you explain to the audience, especially as a, a, a white female to a white female that yes, sexism may come up for us, but there's not a lot of other isms that may show up for us that why is this <laughs> conversation important to you okay so i have been asked and i will use clean language for this you okay. i mean you uh, no no i am going i'm a healer i'm going to do that guys okay <laughs> i have been asked by some people persons who are you a white woman to discuss any of this so here's who i am I have been living a multiracial, multicultural life for over 50 years. I was born in 1942. You do the math, okay? My birthday is in July. I changed decades, like, oh my God. Okay, just so we're saying. Okay, <laughs> 717. So if you're figuring out she Cancerian, she a Leona Cancerian. Okay. And we're working and on getting the podcast out around her birthday. So for our listeners, if you're listening to this, it's coming out about the week before. So make sure to hit her up and wish her happy birthday. Yes. Thank you. And if you can't do the math, I will be 80. I'm mind blown by that. Okay. So when I moved out of the family house and started my own life, when I was 23, 22, 23, right in there after college, and I moved into, I am a New Yorker, now Florida. So I moved into the city. 
And in this, which means New York City, by the way, Manhattan, the city. And I got to meet all kinds of people I had never met before. Different colors, different backgrounds, different sexualities, different, it's New York, okay? And this was in the 60s. Oh, they give you some context. 1965. Go look up what was going on in 1965. And I have friends that are black, brown, beige, tan, gold. And I've lived this for a long, long, long time compared to some of you. Some of you have not been on the earth anywhere near as long as I've been living this life. And I don't mean as an outside, I mean in it. My former spouse, and this is not the only connection I have, was African-American, mahogany skin, not beige, not somebody with blue eyes and straight hair with a little tan and says, now people may not like what I'm going to say, but you asked me, I'm, here's, here's the reality, who say how black they are. I call them black, brown, beige for a reason. I have a biracial daughter. I raised her. And I raised her well, she's doing well. Was it easy? No, no, I ended up being a single mom that I had no intention of being. He and I split for various reasons and he passed away when my daughter was seven. Oh. So, uh, thank That's you. That's tough. And um, it was horrible at the time, okay? I didn't want him dying, that was. And we split up when she was two. So I live, very multiracial, very multicultural. And I'm in stuff. I go to meetings at the beginning, like I was sometimes the only person of my complexion in a sea of beautiful brown. And what I know, and I know this, I know this, that there is in a lot of the black, brown, beige people, a feeling of soul and spirit that's not in any of, every grouping has its own vibration. People may say we're all the same. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're all human. That we are. Are we all the same? Uh -uh. We have different rhythms. <laughs> we have different vibes. We have, I call it genetic karmic parent. <laughs> not parenting, GKP, genetic karmic patterning that now people are saying ancestral conditioning or generational influences. The guides gave me, I saw this over 20 years ago. Um, yeah, over 20 years ago, go figure the math. I can't be bothered with that right now, frankly. And what that is, is that when a person is born, they not only get the physical characteristics of the two people, <laughs> someday it might be three or four, but at the moment, the two people that contributed to that person's DNA, they also can get some of the attitudes and belief systems on an energetic level. On we also get that biologically. Mm -hmm. And some people can be aware or not aware, and we can get it. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say from past lives, if you don't believe in it, just let it go by. Okay. When we might not have been human, we could have been on another planet. We could have been anything and just say human and different experiences. 
that's there. So can we clear that? Because some of it is gross. Yeah, we can. We can. And the great stuff, you don't need to clear, you give thanks. Okay. But the gross, the yucky, that needs to be cleared. So how am I qualified? I am also a mystic intuitive. I am a sensitive. I do readings and a good part of my clients over the years, and I've been doing readings professionally for 41 years. Thanks. Okay. So I have met people from many places. I have, I'm from New York. I now live in Florida. Um, if you're local, I'm outside of Fort Lauderdale. Um, I've been to Africa, I've been to the Caribbean, I've been to Europe, and I'd like to be more places, but right now that's where I have been, and to different parts of the States, and I've met people, and I have been welcomed because people can feel energy. Mm -hmm. I have been welcomed everywhere by amazing people, and the ones that are racist, sexist, that Frankly, I don't choose to hang out with that. I will work with anybody who chooses because we are where we are. Back when I was writing the course, can I say the name of the course? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so when I was writing Ism Freedom, Be Free of the Causes and Effects of Racism, Sexism, and Other Isms, I studied, I have friends who are gay. I know some people that are LGBTQ that are... Um, transgender and all this. And I, I learned, I did not know, for instance, that some people when they're doing drag, like drag queen or drag king is a, like an expression of power. I didn't know that. I learned that. So every time I write a course, and this is my third online course, I've done a lot of others that were in-person courses. Okay, I learned. So that's part of what gives me the ability. I hang out with as personal friends, truly tight, close, mm -hmm. as family members, as biological connection with people of many and definitely Black, Brown, Beige. So. And thank you for that. And uh, a few things that I want to point out is the fact that uh, you talked about I now I have to think of what you called it, but the generational trauma or generational how it Genetic passes down. Patterning, yes. Now for our listeners, like let's say that the conversation we're having, as I like to say it, is a little too woo-woo, which okay. for some people it is. We I'll also have we also have episodes where uh, with Ashley Cornelius, I'll link it on the YouTube where she talks from a therapist standpoint of generational trauma. And there is a lot of research in this. And as time goes on that there is a lot of medical research that is starting to connect to the spirituality <laughs> like, I don't know what to call that. We'll, we'll just say spirituality. And also another thing that I want to call out to the audience is uh, how to best say this. We as humans will not always use the best verbiage, the best words, the best 
And please know that Audrey and I are coming from these conversations with the best intent, A. B, we both have our own experiences. And thank you, Audrey, for sharing yours. And I, throughout the podcast audience, you have beautiful humans. You have heard my experiences and how I got here and why these are so important to me. And also I am writing my book, so you'll be able to hear it through there. And I love the fact that Audrey is almost 80. So happy early birthday. And the fact that you are open to change. I don't know, uh, beautiful humans audience, how many of you deal with this, but I have older humans in my life that the, the isms are so deep seated that to continue relationships, I will fight. And then sometimes I just try to change the conversations to keep those relationships alive because they grew up in a different time period. I am by no means saying that is right. I just want to call out Audrey in the fact that she is from an older generation and being a part of the change. And that is a big reason that we're having this conversation and showing that there are different ways to be a part of the change of getting rid of isms. Do you want any suggestions of how to deal with this situation in your family? Please. I'm not going to do a reading on that. That's personal. But do you want, (laughs) and that's for anybody. If you're dealing with, okay, I'm a woman. Okay. Using woke language, which sometimes I laugh with, I'm sorry. I am, okay, what am I? I'm cisgender, heterosexual, binary. Did I include it all? Um, I'm not the expert in that. So, okay. So that's what I am. Okay. I know non-binary, I told you, I've got clients. Mm-hmm. I know non-binary, I, I, know, I don't know everyone, but I've met people in various different intersecting categories. If and when one is dealing with somebody with strong isms, whether it's racism, sexism, and I have definitely dealt with sexism and I've dealt with racism. There were people who told me my daughter is black. I said, really? And I said, look at me, do I look black? And I said, I'm her mom, I'm in there. Okay, I conceived her, I carried her, I birthed her and I brought her up. And her dad participated and then at a certain point it wasn't on the earth anymore. So that that wasn't there. And a lot of people don't acknowledge that. So when you're dealing with somebody who's like, don't look to push, it's not gonna work. You'll just get a fight. That's all you're going to get is a fight. They will fight to be right, even if in their inner, inner, inner heart and soul, because everybody's got one, even if it looks like, okay? People know, keep raising your frequency. When you do prayer, I pray every day, Call it what you want, goddess, God, source, Allah, great spirit, whatever your language is, the universe, whatever your language is, okay? And ask that you grow in love and to surround them in love that they may grow. And if that's all you can do, that's it. 
Don't force, don't nothing, don't because all you'll get is this. It's not what you want. If it becomes hard to deal with, I had to leave certain people, including my biological family at a certain point. Because I just was not going to deal with some of the language I heard. That was not going to happen. And it didn't because I accepted myself. And then at a certain point, I came back. Make your life the best you can in the midst of everything. And then I'll state the obvious. We create our own families, not just biological. Sometimes it's a friend. It could even be a pet. Mm -hmm. Okay. It can be however it is. Surround yourself. And this is for everybody with amenable people of a high frequency. If you can find people of a higher frequency, then you go for it so that you can grow and evolve and begin to be willing to share what it is that you are and be willing to acknowledge this could be different. Believe me, a lot of my friends who identify black and I looked, I said, well, and these are close friends, so I can say this. I said, but you're mixed. And they said, well, I know I'm mixed because this, 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 and that, but I identify black. And I understand that because not every white person is wonderful. I can give you a list of some I consider so less than wonderful. I'm not gonna do that, okay? But I can easily, finger snap, do that. And it's important for people to identify as they feel and see themselves. It's also important as we move through time, place, and space, our species, that we get real with what we are. As I said to somebody, what if somebody who's a mixture of black and white that I call biracial, okay, gets together with somebody, say, that's a mixture of Asian, yellow, and red, okay? I'm just using colors like we're crayons, okay? And we're not, okay? So I'm not implying we are, we're not. And those two people get together. What is that child called? Okay, mixed race. So what do you do? You say, well, I think, I see, I did it, I actually have like a whole process in the ISM course where I get, what am I, what am I, what am I, what am I? And it isn't so you get tested, are you right or wrong? It's not a right or wrong. It's so that your consciousness opens up to see the glory of who we are. I mean, some of my black friends look at me and they go, you gotta have black and you look at your hair. Okay. <laughs> and, this and is true, but this the, is mine and it isn't from that. Yeah. And this shows up differently for all of us in our identities. And I, I do want to say that I would think many of us have had conversations with those that may not be our friends. And even as friends, we may not always be able to say it for them, yet we can say we've been told about it, that respecting at what they identify as. If you want an example of that, there's uh, an episode that we did with Dr. Naima, and she grew up in a household that told her that she was white and all of her siblings were blue-eyed, blonde hair. Her mom was uh, the same and the father on her birth certificate was the same, yet she definitely was mixed race. And on her episode, she identifies as brown 
And I asked her what, that is not something I've commonly heard. And what does that mean to her? Because each of these identifications are different to each one of us. Mm-hmm. What, and I just really want to call that out because we can never assume or mind read on what somebody else is. That is putting an ism on them. And by being open to it, as you said, you're, you learn all the time by doing the research on your course. And something that really caught my attention is the fact that you've had to experience your daughter going through this and as she's growing up and her children, I believe you said she had children last time we talked, but you know, I'm horrible at mixing up people of, of, you know, learning that community and being open. And it's how do you feel like the best way you can support them, your daughter and her family while as people, as you said, that people didn't believe you that you were her mother. How do you best support her <laughs> looking into other aspects of her life? They believed I was her mother because I said I was, okay? But they, because some, some people when she was young and they looked at, oh, she's black. And I said, look at me, I'm her mom. Do I look like a black woman? Do I look black? And then they had to think because that's a context. We, everybody's been conditioned. There isn't a soul that hasn't been conditioned. You breathe in when you're born and you breathe in the vibration of what's going on on the earth at that moment. Okay, and let science catch up with that. Okay, I'm, I'm what I am and I know what I know. Okay, and, and when I don't know, I'll tell you. And if I'm not sure, I'll say, but when I know, I do know. And I taught her early on Early, early, early on, I said, I called her my golden girl. I said, she knew what color her dad was because he was still here. Okay. And he was dark brown. She was this golden color. And I am, as you see, a little younger, but as you see. And I said, you're both of us. You're part of him. You're part of me. That's you. And I said, a lot of people on this earth are your color. And they came to it differently. You came to it. This is literally how I raised her. You came to it through your dad and your mom. There are other people who came to it through Asian or Hawaiian or other ways. And that's their color. They may not be the same as you. Nobody's. you're, You're you. I said, and all of it is good. All of it is good. And I taught her, take the best of everyone you meet and leave the rest, including with me. Take the best, incorporate it, the rest, let it go. Now, what I learned as an adult, that even as a kid, when I was leaving the rest of some of the stuff I was brought up with, I discovered to my absolute horror that I still had what I now call genetic karmic uh, patterning, that even though I knew some of the stuff I was shown and and taught was was wrong and I knew it, I still had to clear myself energetically. 
-hmm. of certain um, pretty, not pretty, what the body should look like, blah, 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 blah. So the way you, I'll say this, how to detect it within yourself, don't look at everybody else, what they've got. Look inside yourself first. Clear in here, in here. I'm not saying you can't see what's out there because you will, but clear inside. If anybody, anybody, if you find yourself disliking a particular coloration or a particular religion or a particular nationality or a particular sex or a gender and all of that, and you don't even know people of that, ask yourself, why? What are you disliking? Or what are you getting upset about? Or what are you getting er, about? Or what are you getting, oh, I like it whatever it is, and if something feels good, okay. And if something feels scary or upsetting, ask yourself, where did that come from? Did I hear it? Did I feel it? Is it in the culture? And it is in the culture, by the way, and this kind of stuff. And if you want to clear it, well, first I do recommend it. I will say this, take my course. Okay, absolutely. You will clear. And I'm not saying you clear everything all at once. I am not saying that. Okay, but the course is designed to be taken over and over and over and over and over again. It is rich. Okay, and you will clear. And then you'll start feeling much more free. And people ask me, they do. Why would I even want to be? What if I want to feel I'm the best because I have this color and I have that religion and I have that nationality. I have this sex blah, 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 blah. I'm the best. Everyone else, yeah, not so much. That doesn't work. Just doesn't work. One, because it's not true. Everybody's got something special. I used to think I was tall because I was taller by yeah, than my mother and yeah, than my sister. The tallest I have ever been in my life is five foot and half an inch. And in the United States, five foot and half an inch. And at the time I wrote five foot one on my then driver's license. Okay, five foot half an inch isn't considered tall. Not in the United States, but my connection to my biological family, I was tall. And I'm like, now I'm 410. I mean, that's like, even I think it's petite. Okay, so whatever you might think, you have to get into a broader, a larger, a higher perspective. And what you find is there's something glorious about every single group. Everybody's got a contribution. Everybody's got something wonderful. Also, sometimes I have to say something yucky. So that each, however you define or delineate, there are issues to be cleared. This doesn't mean ugh, gross, fat, okay? Clear your own. The more you clear your own, and I mean this, and yeah, I'm going to say this. I've been on this earth almost 80 years. So I've got, I've got a perspective that a lot don't have. It works. It'll give you more energy. It can give you more love. It can give you more money in the sense that you'll find more people to deal with. And no matter who anyone is, and you don't have to be an intuitive or we all can feel vibration. You know, if you walk into a place and it feels like that, you know it, you'll get creepy. 
feelings. You, if you allow yourself to trust, you know when you walk into something and energy feels open and loving, you'll start to smile. So it works. And because the earth now, we're actually starting to go to Mars for heaven's sakes. We're looking at other planets and moons and, and, and stuff. We're not only staying on the surface, although I certainly with everything that's in me, really, really intend that we do stuff to heal this earth. I, I live a very ecological life and all of that, but we're going to be going elsewhere. Mm -hmm. We are going elsewhere. We are the earthlings or whatever we'll be called. Earthlings, I think we'll be called, whatever we're called, okay? Elsewhere. And then we'll be on Mars. So will the people that are on Mars be called Martians, earthling Martians? I don't know. We haven't gotten there yet. And because when we're in different areas, we can shift somewhat. We don't know if say there's a couple of generations and this is a wool. This is stuff that's happening, okay? When there's a few generations that have lived on Mars, I know it's not yet, I'm aware of that, but it will be. And within the lifetime of some of you all watching and listening, I don't know if I'll be here, although I intend to be here quite a while, we'll see. But nonetheless, their bone structure might be different. It's got a lighter um, gravity. The food they eat, and I'm a longtime vegetarian, by the way, mostly raw vegan, and, and I'm strong and healthy, just, just so you know. Okay, and how might they change? I don't know. Even though it'll be earthified, that's not the word I want, terraformed, the air will sometimes be different. What food will they eat? Even if they use the food grown from the seeds, from the earth, and it's terraformed and all that, it could still be different. Mm -hmm. So if we're fiddling around, that's juvenile. That is not an adult species. It's a species in its juvenility. And we have to grow beyond that. Because when we don't, we're limiting. We are limiting by the consciousness within you, me, her, it, whatever them, I made up other words, JG, okay, because I see us as a little more than most people do, who we can be and how we can grow. And just so we understand is how much fun we could have, mm -hmm. how much enjoyment we could have. Imagine if we only had one music. There's so many kinds of music. That is so true. And I know we don't have too much time left that I do uh, want to ask a, a question before we start wrapping of if somebody is absolutely new to the idea of frequencies, or you mentioned that you might be able to pick up the vibe going into a room. And you also mentioned about finding people of a, a higher frequency or aligning people like that. There is research to back that as well as you are the five people that you surround yourself with. So to Audrey's point, finding people that have a higher frequency in my head, that's easier said than done, especially if I don't understand this. 
So how do we start looking for people of a higher frequency and identifying that? Okay, number one, work on your own frequency first. And yeah, I'm going to say this. Get a session with me. Okay, get it. Yes, get a healing. I will do stuff. Not me, not me. It's the guides with me as I raise my frequency of my own self. I'm an ego personality like anyone else, but I'm a soul essence. And take the morph course. First course, morph into the magic of self-love, soul, essence, self, ego, personality, self. You will shift. All my people that have, I don't mean mine like I own them, okay? But I'm I'm a Cancerian, so it's my family, okay? It's all my, I, I, I do, I love my clients, I love them. So all the people that have taken the morph course and have completed it, that have spoken with me, all of them have grown. Every single I'm emotional, okay? Every single one of them do something to raise your frequency. Then you'll start attracting them. Then you'll start noticing and feeling because your intuition will grow. Go to clubs, whether it's online, whether it's in person and be wise about whatever you're doing in person. I'm not saying not to do anything. I'm saying be wise, okay, with how you do and what you do. And you'll start feeling, are they doing something? Is there a group purpose? Um, And it could be just going out and having fun, okay? Um, Which is very important. We have to laugh. If you don't laugh, well, you're not gonna get through life in a good way. So that's very for real. And laughing with, not laughing at, laughing with joyousness, okay? And you will start to be able to discern the difference. If somebody's always, and that's always how they are, then they're depressed. That doesn't mean bad or good. It means that their frequency, there's something within them that they haven't dealt with. That could be any of us. Mm -hmm. I mean, a few days ago, I felt like, oh, it's just too much. The energy was here, and I felt it. I thought, how are we going to get through some of this, some of the stuff in the news on here? Okay, so I had to just take a few moments, and I did, to just breathe and let go and look at something completely to shift the whole energy within me. And I like animals. I watched some animal videos or whatever I did. I'm not allowed pets here, so I can't have any. Okay, and all of that kind of stuff. Go to the beach. I live in Florida. Go to the beach. Go to the mountains. Put your feet on grass. Let the energy of the ground come into you. Now it's called earthing. And allow that. Do the breathing attunements. Watch this over, 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 over again. Make it part of your life. Eat food of a higher frequency. If you don't want to be a vegetarian, you don't like the V word, use plant-based in at least one day a week. One day a week. Eat plant-based food as organic as you can get it, that will help the earth heal, okay? And it'll shift your body because the bodies, there's science for this, okay? The bodies wanna be healthy. Our body automatically wants, now it's a bit by bit by bit. If you eat like a whole, the SAD, what is that standard American diet? If that's what you're doing now, do not look to change overnight. You won't be able to. Your chemistry is used to that bit by bit by bit. I didn't become more vegan overnight. No, 
was a process. And on that point, I do really want to call out, uh, I haven't personally taken Audrey's courses, but meeting Audrey, I would definitely say they probably do help. It's also a process for all of us raising our frequency and finding it. And something you said, Audrey, that really, I really appreciated is take what you connect with and leave what you don't. And that is on each of these episodes that we do, as well as when our when our guests start talking about things that work for them, like you're a raw vegan, that is a suggestion. It's not medical advice. It's not like everybody has no. to do this. It's about finding what works for you. And when you, the best way I can say it is when you align with what you are, instead of just morphing into what other people want, or you think that they want, these frequently frequencies start to change. And there's things like Reiki, meditation, yoga, earthing, as you said, there's, there's very many options out there. And I'd love to convince, continue this conversation sometime because there is a lot that we could dive into there. Is there anything else that we didn't cover today, Audrey, that you wanted to cover? Love yourself. Start with that. Find where you don't. Most people will say, I love myself, okay? Or I love myself. Then I ask, do you love your body? Do you like your thoughts? Do you like the work you're doing? What about where you live? Is there clutter? I still deal with paper. It's not a mess. I'm not a hoarder, okay? But I'm not always so great at dealing with all that stuff. My place, I'm an artist, okay? It has to look good, and I'm a healer. Start there. Take the morph course, or don't. Okay, it's up to you. But you start with loving yourself. Because if a person does not love him, her, themselves, you're not going to truly be able to love anything else, nor will you fully be able to allow love to come to you or in you. And that is doing yourself a disservice. And what are you? What are you? You are a sparkle of divinity. That is what you are. And Deserving I love. absolutely agree with that, Audrey. And our audience are such beautiful humans that we all are and that we are all. This is a quote that always comes to me on these podcasts and I still have yet to look it up. So listeners, please like commented on something. Tell me where this comes from yet. We are all a masterpiece and a work in progress at the same time. It's true. I feel like you answered the next question with uh, what are some words of wisdom? <laughs> Let me see if the guys give me something. <laughs> My guys could be funny. Take it easy, take it slow. Do not try to eat all of life in one bite. You will inadvertently choke yourself. Chew bit by bit and enjoy the journey. Enjoy it. Get as much pleasure as you can from everything, including, I can't believe they're selling me this, including when you clean the bathroom, okay? (laughs) 
I don't dress like this when I clean the bathroom. Okay, even when you clean the bathroom, notice how you are making it impeccable, lovely, sparkling to you to do whatever it is. It is your room of mammoth relaxation. Treat it as such. It is your spa. And when you see that and acknowledge that, it's more a pleasure than, oh, and, and, that, and that kind of stuff. Love yourself. Take it piece by piece by piece. P-E-A-C-E-P-I-E-C-E. -E -E. I love that. And thank you, Audrey. And thank you. One thing that you mentioned to me before we started recording is welcoming support and how you mentioned about taking it piece by piece and enjoying the journey. It is, I have definitely had thoughts of coming from a place of fear instead of welcoming in the fact of like, what if this doesn't help enough people? Or what if, you know, I can't afford to be able to, uh, keep paying the marketing team. So this does get to the right people. And it, it's always like these what ifs or comparisons of other podcasts or public speakers. And what you're really reminding me of is taking it piece by piece, because I love the journey. I love doing these episodes and how many people I mean, and hearing from the audience, how, an episode really helped them get through something and, or help them understand someone that they weren't connecting with and changing the mindset from fear to welcoming support, welcoming the audience to share and to like, and subscribe and donating. This is such important topics to talk about. That's why it's called shit. You don't want to talk about because we're changing it into shit to talk about. So we all feel a bit less alone hearing other people's stories. May I say how people can reach me? Yes, that was going to be in the next part. So thank you. Hey. Okay. So my website is Audrey. Everything is Audrey now. A-U-D-R-Y-E. That's how I spell it. N-O-W. The website is AudreyNow.com. Uh, my, um, they can't do YouTube. Can I say Instagram? Yeah, but, they can still check out your YouTube. This just won't be on your YouTube. Okay. My YouTube is youtube.com slash Audrey now, or one of my clients who is an influencer, bless her heart. Okay. My Sheila, uh, bit.ly slash Audrey now, A-U-D-R-Y-E-N-O-W. I said the Instagram, right? Instagram.com, Audrey Now. Uh, and that's it. The web, the, all of my courses are AudreyNow.com slash either ISM for the ISM course, Morph, M-O-R-P-H for the Morph course. And this, the other one is the sex course. It is not a how-to. It is a healing course. <laughs> And this is, all of those are going to be linked in the description of the podcast. So that way they can find you a lot easier. And 
Audrey, last but not least, what is something that you're grateful for? I'm grateful that I have my daughter. I am grateful that when I was birthing her through an emergency C-section, I saw the shiny light beings, I did, who gave me the choice to live or die. And they recommended that I leave because they told me I was going to do it alone. If I chose to have her, I was going to do it alone. It was going to be difficult and I'd have to take off my rose colored glasses. Everything was worth it. I am grateful I met them, which is a whole other conversation. And I'm grateful for my extraordinary, fabulous, amazing daughter and grandbabies beyond words. And that I'm going to be 80? Ah, do I even have to say? I am extremely (laughs) grateful. And that I'm healthy and well. And that I'm here. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for this because you are helping me live my purpose. Thank you. And that is the highest. And I was just about to say, I'm grateful for you being part of the change. I would say so many of us have this idea that past generations aren't a part of the change and stuck in their ways. And you're an example of (laughs) being part of the change. And I appreciate that. And I'm very grateful for you. you. And thank Thank you for being on the show, Audrey. Thank you. Blessings, everyone. Phone number 888-757-3223. Or get it on the website. All my stuff is there. (laughs) Thanks, Audrey. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Hello again, beautiful human. What did you get out of today's episode? We'd love to hear what was most impactful to you. We all know someone that could have really used this episode. So please send it their way. Remind them that they're not alone. Stay tuned for new episodes every Wednesday. Here's a few ways that we could really use your support to keep shit you don't want to talk about going. Share an episode. Let's get the message out there. Donate on PayPal or Patreon. Subscribe and rate the show on iTunes or Spotify and follow us on social media. Shit to talk about shit. The number two talk about. Bye.